second line. Well, I see them as being you gotta, um, be able to move your feet, even if you just move your yeah, body. I've been fascinated with it ever since I was growing what up. What we could do for City of New Orleans, we can keep the culture alive down. We're going to bring our community back. You know, we used to be on the back streets. Now we even came to the front streets. You're snuff for the smack. It's your boy, Action Jackson, and we're live on WWOZ. Today, we're again talking on the phone as we practice social visiting with our New Orleans Social Aid and Pleasure Club. On the phone now, we have somebody from Old and New Style. Tell us, introduce yourself. How you doing? What's going on with your action? It's uh, Sky Bennett of Old and New Style, fellas. Y'all like everybody else going through the motions, and I want to know how is everybody doing, first of all. I appreciate you. Thank you for asking. Everybody's good so far. Everybody practicing social distancing, staying home keeping their family safe, doing all the precautionary things to stay safe and be ready for whatever's going on. Undoubtedly, I believe that because y'all have one of the most amazing moms in the world who is unselfishly dedicate her life pretty much to her children and her club. And I'm quite sure she prepared y'all to do the right thing. So tell me a little bit more before we get into it about your mom. What made you so strong? Was you forced into becoming a member or she just groomed you in the right way? Because you're not only a member, you climbed the ladder pretty quick. My mom, Sue, to press for those who don't know, just the way that my grandmother raised them, it comes from that. Uh, raising them in a six ward in the Trimi area. The family values, uh, what's important, giving back to the community. No one's above you. Uh, no one's beneath you. That's how you always look at it. You treat everyone equal. It's always about that's the way she raised us. So to look at it, change that that mindset. So being prepared for this, that was her way of getting us and mainly me to, to mentor and get kids and to be there and to show leadership. Like that's just what she was raised on, so that's the value she you know, brought down to this club and, and to the members and mainly me, her son. And she does pretty much the bulk of everything, getting this parade together and yeah. getting everybody together, but don't want to be in the spotlight at all. She likes her recognition, but she doesn't. She just does it off the great side heart. That's all it's about. As long as she does it and who she's doing it for is happy, that's the only priority. Not what comes behind it, not the acknowledgement of it. Just her doing the best that she can and helping people. And that's what makes her happy. That's what she loves to do. Right, because I met her uh, uh, such a long time ago, and every time the phone calls I get from her is amazing. Out of all, most of the second-line groups that calls me, because she's always has something going on, whether it's back-to-school supplies, whether it's feeding the homeless, whether it's giving away winter coats to the children during the winter, and she just wants everybody, you know, she's just one of those giving, giving, and teaching, teaching type of people. She'll be very proud of that. Uh, I know disappointed is not the only word you could use, and the anticipation is high, but what's the spirit like with the group? Because I know y'all had another show to do this coming yeah. Sunday. <laughs> we was going off the grace of everything that the city will open back up on the 13th, and we were going to be that second line to give this culture and this city, you know, and this, and this everywhere, everywhere in New Orleans. This is what we needed. This second line, it's like the football season when the Saints, you know, come back from Katrina. Like second line to the inner culture and to the inner communities is important. And us being that second line who was going to be up is devastating. 
it's hurting. It's everywhere. I'm, I'm mind blown, appalled. I'm everything. Like I could just keep going on. It hurts. But first, it's the safety of everybody, you know, and that's what's more important. That everyone is safe and that everyone helps this process by staying inside and being safe. But that it really hurts. I just knew. We all knew. We had that feeling, you know. Yeah, we coming out on the 19th. Yeah, the city will be back open. But fortunate things didn't fall like that. And we had a club meeting, and there was a discussion and a decision amongst everybody. Do we proceed? Like, when all this stuff started coming about, it was a question, like, do we proceed on buying our stuff? Do we proceed on decoration? So we proceeded as if we were going to come out on the 19th. Like, we kept everything regular schedule programming. So, like, yeah, you know, the closer we get, how crunch time, everybody, we we was praying. We just stopped, like, last week. Like, we just stopped. Like, we, we, we kept going, just hoping and praying. But we just recently stopped on everything. So, hopefully, once everything gets back to normal, where we stop at, it'll be a good stop point. We was almost there. We was halfway. But we got to hold off on nine. It hurts. It hurts. Because this is what everybody needs, and this we thrive for. This doesn't feel right, not just to stand inside, not to. Right now, we would be doing something that, you know, we would be taking it to another level, right? We would be running, we would be crunch time, and we would be patching stuff up. We would be like, oh, will we make our day? Like, everything would just feel so difficult right now. And none of it's normal. Like, none of this normal was going on. And, like, that's the only crazy part about this. This is not normal. How is the rest of the group holding on? Everybody's doing fine. Everybody still, you know, like the people who have to work, they're still going to work, being safe, you know, taking the precaution, every, you know, actions that they have to when they go to work. Everyone's doing fine. And my mom, she's at home. She, she, <laughs> she's doing her right. It's so normal. Like, it don't feel normal, but she's still somewhat doing her the regular schedule, you know, program, getting ready for the second line. So right now, she's on her treadmill. She's doing, all, you know, like we trying to keep it in that same but it's just weird because we know we're not getting ready for that school we always base ourselves on. Every year we're looking for April. You set your body up for April. Like the stuff you're doing in January, February, March, we setting ourselves up. We're getting ready for the stretch of April. We're getting ready to not have sleep, you know, but nothing but sleepless nights, not going to sleep, maybe getting a 30-minute sleep. We, we was ready for when it came April 18th, no sleep. We knew when the 18th came, all right, we're not going to sleep on the 18th. And we know that at 12 o'clock, we wasn't going to be ready, but we were going to do everything to get ready for that second line. That's when we was getting ourselves ready for, like, that. This will make this feel so awkward and not normal. Because normal, you know, they're sleeping. We wouldn't be sleeping right now. Everybody's sleeping right now. Like, there is no sleep in this club when April comes, you know, and, and the days leading up to second line day. So, you know, that that's the weird stuff. That's the stuff you think about. That's what, it, even though it sounds, you know, like, that's not healthy. Like, why y'all? That's just what your body, and that's why you do this. You know, like basketball players who in the gym still four in the morning or wake up five in the morning every day to go in the gym. Like, that's what you basing yourself. This is our sport. This is our culture. That's what we live for. So not being able to do these things, everybody, I just say everybody dealing with it, from athletes to normal people to whoever. Like, everybody dealing with, you know, having to stay inside and being safe. So, you know, it's something like you said, like we both said, can't be too selfish, you know. Eventually everything will open back up. We have to do the right thing for it to open back up. We have to practice it. We have to stay inside.
Absolutely. And I think in some kind of left hand way also, God giving us a time out because everybody's running all over yeah. the place and not spending mm-hmm. enough time with family and friends and kind of got to get back to the ground roots and, and start appreciate, appreciate yeah. more. And I'm actually surprised your mom did not make him measures or something, donate to people or something because I know right. she likes just because <laughs> you, know, you know, what God who really was when they came to the, you know, and that's towards you too. Once she found out those older people were, you know, more at risk, that was her. I'm going to go ahead and stay inside. Like, she don't really go to the store too much or nothing. Like, I go run to the store for her and stuff like that. Like, it ain't too much. So she really taken. But you're absolutely right. Like, she done talked about it. Like, she, you know, had her concerns about what's going on with the people under the bridge and stuff. Like, you know how that, you know how she is about that. Like, that was the stuff she was, but she was more in this towards us. This what we come into play. As much as she's that person, at the end of the day, she have two sons. She's someone's mother. So that would be selfish of her to be going out. But even though you, you look out for others, but you have to make sure yourself is good in order for you to help other people. And that'll be selfish of her to be going out knowing she has two children and you put yourself at that risk. But she had a concern about it. She was thinking about, you know, going out and do something for the homeless people and, you know, the people around the community. But it was more of a me and her husband, but more of a me like you need to be inside. Like, I understand you. What you need to be inside right now. She had a thought of that, but that call that was more of a just sit this one out here. I understand where you're at, but just sit this one out. Yeah, and, and hopefully our great city of New Orleans is handling that for her. Uh, to my knowledge, I think they're doing a lot to house and take care of the homeless as well. But mm-hmm. um, man, I'm glad to hear that y'all okay and everything is all right. And I know, and I'm glad to hear the behind-the-scenes preparation of the whole month of April, which yeah. explains why every year y'all have such a great parade, because practice yes, makes perfect. Oh, yeah, so we was ready for it. Like, we were, everybody had this show set up. Then when we had that club meet in March, like, are we going to? Like, we, you know, we all came up. You know, we was like, are we going to keep doing it? We know we was going to have to cancel our ball. Well, postpone the ball, you know, switch it around, see how that was going to go. So once we had that meeting, like, yeah, we got to switch this. But if they open it up on the 13th, we working. We're going to continue. We're coming out. So we had that mindset of they say, okay, April 13th, New Orleans open, let's continue. All the new style fellas was coming out that door, come the 19th. So we had done set ourselves up for it. Like, we had done prepped and everything was going. But, you know, it's still going on, so we had to change that. But we definitely were. We, we definitely was coming out. And you know, you know our motto, rain, sleet, or snow. <laughs> you know our motto. Yeah. We don't care the storming. Bring your umbrella and your rain jacket. We coming. Yeah, you know, we don't, ain't no postponement. We coming. You know that. So it has yeah, to be was, something like this in order. So yeah. yeah, that's the crazy part about it. I, like you say, I know any parade coming out in any yeah. kind of weather, it was been young, but no one predicted this chunk. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> this one here was bigger than what we expected. Way bigger than what we expected. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, that's something, yeah. This, this here, it's you. something we got to swallow, though. Everybody got to swallow this pill and just be safe. I could tell you this, my man. If this helps you out any any kind of way. Keep yours up on the wall. Stay ready. The devil may be busy, but my God is busier. So Some, I'm somebody busy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, both ways. Yeah. One of them busy and one of them busy. So yeah, my God going to take care of that. You know, we got to go through it, but at the end of the day, it's going to be all right. 
Hey, how are you? Right quick. How you been taking out? Right quick. How you you been okay? You I been? am blessed. I'm blessed to be okay. But at the same time, we are still figuring out ways to inform the public of what's going on. And mm-hmm. most of all, just patting our feet, waiting on the day that they say, let's do it and figure out a way, hopefully, to get as many clubs back before the new season starts, if possible, yeah. but everybody's on the same thing. It don't make no sense to post no second line and make everybody yeah. sick again because they'll definitely yeah. try to blame it on that. So we're going to you know, you, yeah, you know everybody <laughs> going everybody gonna to come out, and if something happens, they're going to blame it on that. You know that. Yeah. And we already have enough fighting to do with the world to prove how safe the second line is, so we're going to extra prove it when we get the yeah. all-players line. <laughs> we on the same page. We on the same page right there. Definitely, yeah. Exactly. Don't, let's not give them a reason. Let's not give no. nobody a reason. So you're right. You're definitely right. Every club needs to have that mindset, though. That that needs to be, because that was something we talked about in our club meeting. So I hope every club having that mindset also. Just with your words, were, don't give nobody a reason to alter what they're already trying to alter. This oh. our culture. Let's just keep it as is. Let's be safe, stay inside. And when it's open back up, then we do what we do. Definitely. Yeah. Indians and all, don't give them no reason. Yeah, everybody, mm-hmm. Indians, Associated Pleasure Club, Second Line Club, everybody just be safe. Because they're trying to, so let's not. Just keep yeah. it safe. Not on my watch, my man. So any special shout-outs you want to give before we go out of here? First, tell my mom, Sue Preston, you know, the lady who makes all this possible, you know, my queen, like church to her. Then just all the associated pleasure clubs out there. Every associated pleasure club, uptown, downtown, across the river, is everybody. It's East State, everybody. And my big teeth, my big teeth, my big, big teeth, they, uh, the most. And just everybody, though. Everybody be safe. All the Indians, everybody, y'all be safe. A special shout out to everybody. Jack and George, you know, everybody. Michelle, all, everybody. Everything will be open back up, you know. Just shout out to all the new star fellas. Hope everybody be safe. To hear full interviews with the cultural bearers of the Crescent City, get route sheets, and see upcoming parades, visit our website with your boy, Action Jackson, at www.oz.org slash industries.